Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining me for Talking Tuesdays with Carmelita. I am your host, Carmelita McCoy, and I am super excited that you decided to join me today. Hopefully, you listened to my podcast last week where I started talking about black families and wealth and economics and money. Because I told you this week that I wasn't planning on this being the topic for this week, but I told you that I was going to give you resources in order to help you with your finances and to give you financial literacy. So I want to start by doing it today, but I just want to thank you guys, you know, for those who follow me, for those who listen, you could have been listening to anyone else's podcast, but you decided to give me a chance. So thank you so much for doing that. And let's go ahead and get started because I got a lot of information to give you. So first of all, let's go over what we went over last week. We were talking about um, with uh, finances, using a financial advisor. Um, having emergency funds and savings, uh, plan for your retirement, ask uh, for raises at your job, you know, uh, look at housing programs when you try to buy a home because that's one of the biggest gaps with uh, black Americans and white Americans is that a lot of us don't own homes. Um, I've known a lot of people who I thought owned homes and found that they were renting. And so that is one of the biggest gaps between us and whites and why they have wealth and we don't. Uh, home ownership can be um, a problem, but it can also be good, especially when you get into equity and different things like that. And I'm not going to get deep in that because I'm not a real estate agent. I just know a little bit about what I've read. So also um, redlining kept a, kept a lot of us. We talked about that last week, kept a lot of black people from buying homes. Um, a lot of the neighborhood associations, whether you like to admit it or not, uh, some of them want to know who's moving in. And if they don't like the way you look. Or they don't think that you have uh, what it takes to be in their neighborhood. They are blackballing you, redlining you, whatever it is. They're not going to say it. But yes, it does happen. I've known some people that have happened too. And they can prove that it happened. But of course, you know, things kind of change when you can prove it. But anyway, <laughs> let's just get on to what we're talking about today. So today I want to give you some resources that will help black families with their finances. Um, because we have got to get more financial literacy on how to become wealthy. Bringing generational wealth. Stop talking about generational curse. Let's talk about generational wealth and how we can make things better for the next generation. See, these things that I know now that I've read about, I didn't have back, you know, when I was growing up. And then when I was raising my kids... I was so bogged down with raising six children as a single mom, stressed out about their dads not being there, not helping me financially and all that, that I couldn't even see straight to even study anything. It was just amazing that at the age of 38, I went back to college to get my degree. That was a hard thing, but I focused, I stayed focused and said, I'm going to get this degree regardless of what it takes. But believe me, it wasn't easy to stay focused. It was not. Um, it was at times when I kind of missed and I could have had a higher GPA, but you, I can't even, some people will never understand what it's like when you're a single mom with no support. When you're a mom with support, it's a lot different. You don't even want to know what it's like to be a mom out here with no support. But anyway, financially, I was strapped, nothing, scraping and scrounging. Sometimes in my little car, trying to find change in the glue compartment, in the little uh, cigarette thing, all of that, be trying to do all that. You know, and praise God, today I can say since 2018, I have never been broke. And I say it every day, I'll never be broke another day in my life. And I mean that. I may not be where I want to be financially, but I'm way better than I was before. And I'm a better steward over my money. 
Uh, someone said the other day that don't say you're a steward over your money. I don't know why they said that because definitely God wants you to be a good steward over your money. And if you're not, he's not going to bless you with more money if you're not a good steward over what you have. So I don't know who told them that. But anyway, first of all, this system is a profound systematic inequality gaps in finances for black families. We all know that. People need to quit acting like, uh, oh, we've come so far. Yes, we've come far, but not as far as we need to come. And when it comes to financial wealth, there is still a big gap between white families and black families. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the statistics of it to prove to you what Forbes and Dulles statistics say. Uh, it says here that the average wealth of white families is seven times higher than the average wealth of black families. Ooh, not one time higher, but seven times higher. That's a big gap. But when you really look at it, it's true. There are a lot of black people who make money. Don't get me wrong. But when you look at the wealth of it, because a lot of people spend above their means, instead of Okay, we have a lot of people who make $80,000 to $100,000 a year. They have degrees. They work for the government, different things like that. But they're in homes paying $400,000 for a home. And, man, the, the mortgages are killing them. Uh, the car, them brand, driving the Mercedes and the big trucks for five hundred a month. We have to look at it. So that's keeping them from being with the wealthy because they're spending everything that they have. I ain't even going to get deep in that. More than one in four black families has zero or negative net worth compared to one in 10 white families. Now, this is stuff that's coming from Forbes and the Federal Reserve. This different information I'm giving you so they know. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. And as I said before, the housing market is playing a major part in this. A lot of blacks cannot own a home. There are people who make good money. But still came by home because of bad credit from when they were younger, when they were going to college or whatever. So now they got to fix the credit to even get a home. Or they don't have money for that major down payment that they need 10%, 20%, whatever is asking for it. So that's holding them back because, of course, they have to drive the Mercedes Benz before they even get the house that costs more than the Benz. I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But anyway, let me go ahead and give you these tips that I said I was going to give you of resources that help you with financial literacy uh with different programs they can tell you where to go to get help buy homes whatever let's start with the first one operation hope is a nonprofit offers free programs to help you with financial literacy home ownership credit and money management we have to know that we need some help you have to know when you need help when you broke and working paycheck to paycheck and you can't figure out what to do next you, you need some help First of all, black people have got to stop thinking that this that job going to take care of it. We have one income, one stream of income. You need at least four to seven streams of income. Just just putting that out there. Then we have the AFCPE, or Organization of Credited Financial Experts. They offer free virtual counseling and coaching sessions. And I'll give you that to you again. is AFCPE, and they help virtually. They have coaching session, sessions and counseling that you can do virtually. Uh, we have Prosperity Now. It helps build a financial uh, security for families. They give you classes, courses, tell you how to you know, get money, how to save, how to invest, different things like that. 
So that's another one. Then we have the National Council of Negro Women. Um, they provide advocacy, uh, education, uh, services, home buying information, all of that. So that's another one that we have here with the uh, National uh, Council of Negro Women. Just look these things up and just see what they offer. It may be something that can help you. Not all of them may be able to help you, but some of them will. And just get out there and say, I need help. I want to create generational wealth for my family. I want to buy a home. I want to get my credit together. I'm going to tell you what, my credit has gone up and down so much. As soon as I get my credit score almost to 700, somebody throws something on there from way back when and brings it down. You know why? Because they keep checking that stuff. And then they throw it on there. It's it's not seven years yet, so it ain't going to come off. So they throw it on there or they sell it to another credit um, credit uh, plays uh, what is that collection agency or whatever and it's like dang where'd that come from and then I gotta look it up like I see then I gotta go through the process of trying to get it off of there and not show it make a settlement or whatever I gotta do it's just ridiculous you know because our younger years like I said I did make a lot of financial mistakes I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed of it hell I was raising six goddamn on kids by myself no child support Working on and off when I could, different times, kids getting in trouble at school. I got to leave. People who don't want me working at their jobs do that. I never got fired, but I would be like, I can't do this because I'm too stressed. I'm trying to deal with these kids. Somebody need to be home with them, you know, I don't have nobody to be there with them. I'm catching two or three buses to try to get home in time. Kids at the house by themselves. It was just crazy. People just don't know some of the stuff I went through, and I don't talk about it a lot. But it was very stressful. Very, very stressful. And the last thing I wanted to do was try to find out how to take another course or something about financially. And first of all, it wasn't like it is now. We have social media. We can get on here and do virtual courses and everything. Then you had to go where you need to go to the classes. Praise God that I had a car to get me back and forth when I was going to school. That was a blessing. My grandfather bought me a car and that got me back and forth to those classes. I mean, it was it was a blessing to have that. And. So let's go here. We got 100 black uh, men of America. They are for empowering men to help them with finances, health and wellness, education. So if you are a man listening to this or you know a man who needs to get himself together, look up 100 black men of America. And I'm sure there's other programs in your area, in your local area that you might can look up that helps blacks with financial literacy and gaining financial wealth. Another one is the National Urban League. Everybody has a National Urban League. Um, just go down in the hood. You're going to find them. <laughs> they 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 there. And they do help with a lot. They help with a lot when it comes to Christmas with the kids. Um, they give you all kinds of information you need for homeownership and different things like that. I know that they help with. So look up your National Urban League. That's what they're there for. Also, the NBCC, which is the National Black Chamber of Commerce, uh, they can give you information on uh, grants, uh, financial literacy programs, different things that you need, even if just for a business. If you want to start a business and you're thinking, I don't have any money, I don't know which way to go, they give that information as well. Always check with 211 in your area. Everybody can do 211 in every city across America. As far as I know, everybody can do 211. Ask them where I can get some help to uh, pay my rent or for my mortgage or how to buy a house and get down payment money or how to take up some financial courses or where to find a financial advisor, all of that. We need to start asking so we can get help because we don't know. A lot of us don't know. Like I'm a reader. A lot of people don't read. 
So they get stuff where they just hear people say something. Lots of things you need to read for yourself so you get an understanding of it. At least I do. I have to read for myself. And then we have one called Modest Needs. And if you go to modestneeds.org, that helps families financially with grants and scholarships and different things for different areas that they need. So modestneeds.org. Then you have your NCRC housing counseling. It talks about being a home buyer, mortgage delinquency. It helps those who, if you already have a mortgage, but you don't want to foreclose on that. So you want to keep your home so they can do that. Educational programs on housing. Um, they do uh, pre-loan uh, preparation uh, and also counseling on housing. Like when you get in your house and how to keep your house, how to stay in your house. Because a lot of people go get these homes and they know the house is too high for them. But they got to show it to somebody or prove it to somebody. I don't know who they proving it for. I, Me, I just take a little old three-bedroom ranch down and I'm cool. It's mine. I own it. I'm cool with it. But because of my credit history from back when... It's causing a lot of problems because every time I get to a certain thing, then I got to wait, you know, and then something else hit it. Then I got to try to get that taken care of. And it's just back and forth. But I'm not going to be frustrated because I'm going to get my house. I'm going to get my house. Like I said, I'm not, you know, ashamed of any of the mistakes that I've made because I've made them. But if you knew my story, child, honey, and I know a lot of y'all other moms out there, y'all have some stories, especially some single moms, you know, so. Also, the USDA home loans, they help a lot of people with low income to medium income. So you want to check them out if you want to buy a home, especially if you have a credit score of 680 or above. You can buy a home. In some places, you can buy a home with a 580 credit score. So just check it out. Don't don't be like, I'll never be the owner. Yes, you can own a home. You want to own a home. My goal is I have to own a home. I've been trying to do this for a long time. But like I said, my past really has messed me up. But I'm getting it together. I'm getting it together, you know. But the thing is, is that stop saying what you can't do until you check it out. Because what it is, they want us to think we can't do it. Especially women. And sometimes we have to. Some of us got husbands, uh, you know, fiancés, whatever, the jacked up credit. So you might have to go in and get a house. I know women who've had to get the house. The husband couldn't get it in their name. Maybe they had a felony. Maybe they had things going on. I don't know. But they've had a lot of different things going where they couldn't get a home. So the woman had to get it. So whatever it is, you need to own a home. As black people, that's going to help us bridge that gap of that wealth by being homeowners. We have to start somewhere and get a first-time home. You, I know you may need three bedrooms. You want a garage, double garage. You want oh, the family room, the basement. It is, maybe you can't get that right away. Get a starter home, three bedrooms, one, a little one-car garage, nice area, nice yard. Start with that. Then in about five years, get that equity on that home, save some money, have credit, smacking good, and then move to the next thing. That's what we got to do. We got to start being patient. We're messing up our credit. We're trying to look rich when we're not rich. And we're buying things we shouldn't buy. Uh, we're trying to borrow from everybody else and get mad when family don't want to give you money. But how can family, they try to live their own life and move forward and you stay to get money from them. That's not going to help you. You need to get better with your money. You need to know where to save your money, where to put your money. You need to get a Roth IRA um, saving, uh, retirement account. You know, start asking them about it. Start asking about somebody, uh, financial advisor, investing your money with mutual funds, all of that. We've got to get better with asking questions 
and get in front of people who already know about it because they're gonna they're not gonna tell us we have to go and ask them how does this work and there are a lot of people who help in your area I'm in the Atlanta area and I'm telling you they have a lot of places um Oh my gosh, I wrote that guy's information down. It was a guy here that's helping with mortgages for blacks. Helping with mortgages. He's giving them the information. He's telling them where to get the free money, the uh the change the down payment costs and everything. Oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name and I'm looking at we had a call this morning. But he's helping, you know, black families get mortgages. Helping tell them what they need to do in order to get in. He helps you get there. He's helping get lower down payments. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Um, I can't remember this man's name right now, uh, his company's name. But um, just look it up. Look up black owned mortgage companies, you know, uh, black owned real estate uh, companies, because they're going to help you and give you the information. I'm not saying. All white people are not going to help you. But what I'm saying is a lot of black people will give you the information and look them up. You know, now, like I said, we have Internet and everything. You can look up IG, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that. Find the ones that are replicable that you can trust. Watch their pages. You'll be able to tell who you can trust. Look who the people they've helped. You know, you'll be able to tell that. So, guys, I hope these tips have helped you. I try to go slowly on them. But remember, wealth is crucially important. Wealth allows families to transfer income earned in the past to meet spending in the future. College funds, savings, comfortable retirement, bouts of unemployment if you be unemployed and don't have no money. Wealth is crucially important. And nobody told us that. They just told us just go to get a college degree, be in debt to the, for loans with the government, work your job. For 30 years and then retire when you're 65. And some people can retire 65. Then you'll be cool. Put your money in 401k. It's work for some people. But that's because they probably live in their house. They don't go nowhere. And they might have paid off a car while they was working and everything. It's cool. Some of them built some good nest eggs. But a lot of them didn't. They just still living off a of pension and social security. And if they're happy with that, that's fine. I want to retire after, I mean, I want to travel when I retire. I like traveling now. So I want to retire. I want to travel. I don't know why I keep saying that. I want to travel when I retire. So I need money to do that. So a little Social Security check in the pictures is not going to do that for me. To to help my grandkids with things they need and do stuff for them. I have to prepare for that. I'm preparing late, but doggone it, I'm going to do it. I am going to do it. You best believe that. Like I said, um, continue to listen in. We're going to talk about in season eight, we're going to talk about ways to improve our black families, moms. We have to improve our black families and get better. And financial literacy is one way that we need to improve our families and build that bridge for generational wealth. Okay. Remember, go to my website, www.carmelinamacroy.org. Get in on my mom's success sessions. Go in and get my ebook for time management. Um, in the workbook, because I'm telling you that'll help you all as well as you're planning for um, doing your finances, your relationships, your children, how you're raising them, uh, what you're teaching them. All of that is going to go into what's going to be a better future for you. So make sure you go to my website, get those um, ebooks and the workbooks that I have there. Also, um, guys, I'm going to have a more another mom's, uh, mompreneur uh, magic summit coming up. But we're going to do it the first of next year. So 
Uh, be looking forward to that because this year is winding down. We're in the fourth quarter, guys. We're in the fourth quarter. So whatever you want to do, whatever God has ordained you to do, do it, okay? Don't hold up for nothing else. Do everything he has called you to do. I'm Carmelita McRoy. Thank you for joining me for Talking Tuesdays with Carmelita. Until next Tuesday, remember to expect it, believe it, receive it. God bless.